Chapter Twenty Nine of In Search of Treasure by Horatio Elger, Jr. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Nine On the Island. When Guy scanned the island and saw that it answered the description given in the papers bequeathed him by his uncle, his heart beat gladly his pride was interested in the reliability of the information given him it was on the faith of these that mr saunders his employer had risked a considerable sum of money and now it looked as if he would be richly repaid for his investment as guy stood on deck regarding the island captain richmond walked up to his side well captain said guy we have been successful this is the island i wanted to find yes it is the island but what good will it do you guy had not made a confidant of the captain except in a general way he distrusted the man and feared that in some manner he would interfere with his plans i can tell you better after a few days answered guy guardedly i suppose you expect to find an immense treasure said captain richmond with a sneer perhaps so then all i can say is that you are probably doomed to disappointment why do you say that all these stories of hidden treasures are old women's tales if i am disappointed said guy somewhat nettled you will not be a loser i wasn't thinking of that but i hate to see a man make a fool of himself am i the man asked guy smiling no but the man who has supplied you with money to make this expedition when you see mr saunders you can tell him so now how long do you propose to delay my voyage in keeping me in this out-of-the-way place as short a time as possible captain richmond i should like to go on shore at once if convenient and commence my search mr titcombe and mr clark will go with me very well i will send you ashore as you desire i have to say this however that i shall not be willing to remain here more than three days i protest against this limit captain richmond said guy indignantly the contract which i made with your owners says nothing of any such limitations i am paying a handsome sum for any detention which my business here may occasion you are paying began the captain with a sneer yes as the agent of mr saunders responded guy firmly the captain turned upon his heel and left guy but he gave orders that the longboat should be lowered and in five minutes guy and his two assistants were on their way to the island the osprey anchored about a hundred yards from the shore in order not to get into too shallow water the boat trip was therefore a brief one it was a beautiful morning the island smiled in the bright rays of a tropical sun and the luxuriant vegetation that covered the hills and plains made it look very attractive this is a charming spot guy said abner titcombe the pirates knew what they were about when they selected it i imagine they cared very little for its appearance said guy 
it seems to be the nearest of the islands and therefore the most accessible if i were well provided with comforts i shouldn't object to spending a few months here said luke clark nor i if at the end of that time i could get off and sail for home they made for a little sandy beach on the south shore and one of the sailors leaping out of the boat hauled it upon the beach guy and his two assistants sprang out when do you want us to come back asked the boatswain guy took out his watch we shall spend the day on the island he said you can come for us at six o'clock but we shall get hungry before that objected titcomb i thought of that and asked the steward to put up some lunch for us answered guy pointing to a square package wrapped in stout paper we shall want drink also it will be strange if we can't find a spring on the island guy and his two friends stood on the shore and watched the boat as it rowed back to the ship i can understand the feelings of robinson crusoe guy said here we are many thousand miles from home on an island which has not even a name so far as i know true but there's our ship ready to carry us away when we choose that makes the difference between us and crusoe i should prefer that there should be a difference i don't care to feel myself a prisoner here what are your plans for the day guy you are the leader of our expedition shall we begin our search for the treasure immediately today let us simply be explorers i should like to see something of the island suppose we strike for the woods just as you say we shall have a delightful walk the woods began about a mile from the beach but there were scattered trees on the way on their branches were birds of strange plumage they were singing but the songs were unlike any that the three explorers had heard in america there were flowers also for on this far-away island it was the season of blooming and their fragrance perfumed the air i wonder if there are any inhabitants said luke clark probably there are no white inhabitants and i hope there are none of a different race they might prove dangerous and interfere with our plans it almost seems a waste of productive power that such a delightful island should be uninhabited said abner titcomb suppose it were within a few miles of boston or new york or near portland how it would attract visitors like peak's island suggested luke clark where is that asked guy three miles from portland it is much smaller than this but it attracts many visitors in the summer unfortunately we can't move this island indeed i shouldn't want to till i have found the treasure they reached the edge of the woods and plunged in there was very little underbrush but the trees rose straight and erect branching at a considerable distance from the ground what a fine grove for a camp meeting said luke clark do you know how far the trees reach back guy three or four miles according to my description shall we push through yes back of the woods rises the small hill indicated on my plan of the island i propose that we ascend that and take a general view 
it may be high enough for us to see the shore on the other side it was not a work of difficulty to reach the hill and ascend it the rise was gradual and the hill was comparatively bare of trees thus far they had discovered nothing that indicated any previous occupation by white men but now on the summit of the hill they saw a pole looking somewhat like a telegraph pole do you see that guy said abner titcombe yes that must have been placed there by white visitors probably by some of the pirates of whom my uncle speaks yes and so far it is a confirmation of his story you are right it should be looked upon as encouraging there was something else that suggested former visits on the top of the hill a hundred feet from the pole was a rude seat made by a plank resting upon supports at either end let us sit down said guy and take a general survey of the island End of chapter 29